Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to Kingdom Come Ministries. And in today's podcast, we're going to, going to be going over the truth about hell. Now, if you're like me when you were growing up, you were taught hell as this. That hell was a place that when you go, if you're wicked, you would burn for all eternity or the demons would kill you all over eternity. Something, something along those lines. And that the devil is in charge of hell. I'm going to be going over the actual truth, biblically and logically, as to why that is not so. No, the devil is not in charge of hell. And no, hell is not a place of eternal torment. We're going to be going over that in today's podcast. So, let's begin. So, we get the word hell from these two Greek words, Hades and Sheol. And they both translate to the grave. Now... Of course, when Lord Jesus was arrived, or when Lord Jesus was alive 2,000 years ago, he spoke a lot about hell, but of course, he also spoke a lot about heaven. Now, of course, we all know that Lord Jesus taught in parables. Now, in you may, okay, well, I'll be going over in just a minute as the parable of the rich man and, you know, Lazarus, that sort of thing, because that's probably clicking in your mind as of this second. We'll be going over that, don't you worry. So... Parables are basically small tales told to kind of grasp, some, grasp someone's attention. Lord Jesus did this a lot. And of course, he got his point across because, as, a, as it was said and it is written, they marveled at his teachings. So anyways, let's, 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 let's continue. So, if you're new to the Christian faith, or you know, if you're just starting to grow spiritually, you may or may not know this, but it goes as this. When we die, we do not immediately go to heaven or hell. Now, I'm going to let that sink in because some of you may be going like, yeah, I knew that already. What what are you getting from this? And some of you may be going, wow, I did not know that. And some of you may not agree with me. But the Bible clearly teaches, as Lord Jesus has also said, that the dead know nothing. They don't don't know what's going on above earth. or they, They cannot communicate with each other. And if someone is in hell, they cannot communicate with someone in heaven. But let me go over this in clearer detail. When we die, we sleep in the grave. Because if you remember of the teach or the, the story of when the rich man came to Lord Jesus to raise his daughter from the dead, he didn't he, what Lord Jesus said was that she is asleep. And when he was going to go raise Lazarus, he said, Lazarus is asleep. He didn't say he was in hell, and he didn't say he was in heaven. Now, some of you may be going like, well, what about the teachings about, or the, you know, the, uh, the uh, stories about someone going to hell and heaven? Well, in my own personal experience, it goes as this. Because I, I know what, I can get where, you, where y'all would be coming from, may not being agreeing with me, but it goes as this. So... Many years ago, I too was interested as the stories about when someone went to hell. But the thing about it was this. Each person had their own different kind of experience. And it went as this. One man said that he, bo- he went to both heaven and hell. And that when he went to heaven, um, he said he drowned in a pool in his childhood. And that his life, his memory flashed before his very eyes. And I, I can't exactly remember, but I think he said he might have entered heaven. I can't, I can't exactly remember, but, but I do remember this clearly. He said when he got older, he felt very suicidal. So he went out to a lonely place and he said he took a bottle of pills 
and consumed all of them. And of course, we all know that it's not healthy for you and it could possibly kill you. Well, he said when he consumed all the pills in one go, he said his vision turned gray and that he started to enter a free fall into this burning hot pit. And um, he said that he saw everyone he knew and loved kind of came and torment him until the Lord Jesus Christ took him by the hand and let him out of there. And another story went as this. There was this elderly man who lived a life of crime throughout his years and along, alongside his wife. Yes, his, his wife, said, he, he kind of made a joke saying like we were kind of like the body on Clyde. And that he entered a, a ruckus altercation with another, uh, with another man and that he got stabbed with a broken beer bottle. And he said when he was taken in the ambulance, he thought the ambulance blew up and that he was lifted up and taken over and falling into this pit of fire. So whether or not these are true or not, it kind of does not make sense logically and biblically because we know that someone goes to sleep in the grave, not heaven or hell. So, but let's continue on because I'm getting further away from the subject. So, when a righteous man dies, of course, alongside the wicked, we do not enter heaven or hell. We sleep in the grave. Now, when the righteous are taken up to heaven, the wicked, of course, will stay behind to receive what is called and is mentioned numerous amount of times in the Bible known as the second death. Now, let me, let me put it to you logically this way. Kind of, it's kind of, kind of, biblically and a bit of logically. So, some of you may be wondering what the second death is. Well, that's what it is. It says itself. It's death. It's the second death. So, we all know this. When we are born, we are born into the earthly flesh family. We are born with this curse of sin. And it will continue to reside with us until the day we die and we are taken up to heaven with our Lord Jesus Christ. And we will be holy and perfect as he is. But the problem is this. Is that we inevitably will face death one time. But since we are born again and saved. And there's no condemnation for those who are alive in Christ Jesus. We are saved. We are forgiven of our sins. Because Lord Jesus Christ's blood covers us all. Now. What happens to those that do not accept the gospel, who do not come to the Lord Jesus Christ, who do, not ex who do not repent from their sins? Basically, their sin remaineth. And when they die, they will sleep in the grave to receive their punishment. Now, their punishment is eternal separation from God, not eternal torment. Now, some of you may be going, no, that's not right. Well, let me finish because we're going to go over this biblically and logically. So that way, you can kind of put two and two together, kind of going like, hmm, that, that does make sense. You know, just, you know, the way, basically, we'll go over that in just a moment. But anyways, so, in the Bible, or let me, let, me know this, let me make this known to you. No, the devil is not in charge of hell, as I said in the beginning, and hell is not an eternal place of torment. You may be wondering, well, what is it? Well, hell is not underground. It's not. Hell will rain down from heaven, basically known as hell fire. Let me put it to you this way. At the end of the age, when the righteous are taken up to heaven and the wicked stay behind to receive their punishment, heaven will rain down hell fire to cleanse the earth of all sin and destroy the wicked eternally. Now, after that period in time, God will create a new heaven and a new earth so that way, it would also be called known as the New Jerusalem. 
So when that process is done, heaven will come down to reside on the new earth, and then we will live eternally, peacefully, and happily with our Lord Jesus Christ and God himself, as well as the Holy Spirit. Now, let me put it to you this way. And let's put it, let me, let me, under, let me get this to you. So, hold on, let me look through my notes here. So, now you may be wondering about the parable of the rich man and the poor. So, I can't, I can't exactly read it to you right now because I don't have it exactly written down in my notes. I wrote a, such a small portion of scripture alongside my notes, but here it goes. And in an explanation, it went as this. Um, in the parable, the rich man was in hell with an actual body, such as eyes, tongue, mouth, that sort of thing, right after death. We know that the body goes back to the ground at death. And... Um, es Escalates, sorry, I can't pronounce that right today. I haven't been able to speak properly. But in Escalates, uh, per forgive me if I'm pronouncing that wrong. As I said, I can't speak hardly today. In twelve chapters, in cha ver chapter 12, verse 7. See what I mean? But anyways. Of course, we, as I just said, if you don't believe me, you can look at that scripture right, right there in itself to, you know, to see the truth. But... The righteous receive their reward at the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, not when they die. And you can find that in Psalm uh, chapter 115, verse 17, and Revelation chapter 22, verse 12. There are some scriptural, scriptural truths in there that you can go look up if you do not believe me. Now, in that... In that parable, it mentioned Abraham's bosom. Now, just so y'all know, it is not a literal place. It's figurative. And we know that it is a parable. And as a reminder, what is a parable? It is a small tale to grasp you know, the audience's attention so that they can listen to the truth behind the, the meaning of the story. We, we, we all in the same boat right now? So, anyways. Now... Let's get to the biblical proofs that hell is not an eternal place of torment. I'm going to give you, let's see, three of them. And I got one more logical proof that you know, I hope you will take into consideration. But let's begin. And this is in Isaiah chapter 47 verse 14. Behold, they shall be as stubble. The fire shall burn them. They shall not deliver themselves from the power of the flame. There shall not be cold to warm at, nor fire to sit before it. Now, for those who do not know farming, it mentions stubble. Now, what is stubble? Stubble is the remainings after a fire that which it has consumed. Now, you may be wondering that saying like, um, they say they cannot deliver themselves and there shall be nothing to put, or it shall not be quenched. That's the thing. The fire cannot be quenched because nothing can put it out. Nothing can put it out. No man can put it out. So, now, you also may be thinking as to like, well, it does say that, you know, they will burn forever. Now, hold on a moment. Now, in the Bible, of course, we know that of a certain prophet, I, forgive me, I've, I just did over these certain scriptures. I don't exactly know the name of the prophet himself, but... We can always come back to this after once I get more, you know, scriptural proofs of this sort of thing. But in the Bible, forever means a period of time, such as when the prophet, 
when it got swallowed up by the whale, it said he remained there forever, but he technically stayed there for 30, or not 30, three days and three nights. Forever means a period of time. So let's continue over the scriptural biblical proofs as to why hell is not an eternal place of torment. So here we go. And this is in Malachi chapter 4 verse 1. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven, and all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. There's that word again, stubble. And the day cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts, that it shall leave them neither root nor branch. There's that word again, stubble. And we know now that I told you as to what a stubble is, it is what remains after a fire. Now, this is in Malachi chapter 4, verse 3. And it says, And, he sh and ye shall tread down the wicked, for they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this, saith the Lord of hosts. And if that can't get any more clear as to hell is not an eternal place of torment, let me reread that for you. For they shall be ashes under the soles of your feet in the day that I shall do this. Now, we all know, with common sense, that ashes is what remains after a fire. So, needless to say, that should kind of give you an idea that... Now, hold on. Let's put it to you this. Let me ask you a, a serious question that you might ask yourself this. Yes, we know, and the Bible says, that God can do whatever it is He pleases. But He is a God of love, mercy, and kindness. But He is also a God of wrath and judgment. Now, do you honestly believe that in your heart that God would torment sinners for all eternity for their sins? And if you say, yes, let me ask you this. So, we all know that the way to get to heaven is to put our faith in the Lord Jesus Christ of whom God has sent into the world 2,021 years ago to die on the cross for our sins. And that if we put our faith in Him and believe unto Him, then we are saved, we are cleansed, and we are given the Holy Spirit as a deposit of a guarantee of our inheritance. Lord Jesus made that perfectly clear. So let me put it to you logically as this. If the wicked were burning in hell for eternity, then they too would have eternal life. But the Bible clearly make the Bible makes it perfectly clear that the wages of sin is death. Death. And let me ask you, let me put it to you this way again for those who didn't hear me. If the wicked were burning for eternity in hell, then they too would have eternal life. But we know that Lord Jesus Christ is the only one is the only way to have eternal life. So, I hope that clears any misconceptions about the character of God as to why he would not do such a thing. But if he truly wanted to, he, he can. No one's going to stop him. No one's going to argue with him. He can if he wanted to. But that is not who he is. And it does, and it's biblically obvious that hell is not eternal because of what I just provided for you. And basically the logical proof as to what I just said. So a recap. After the world has passed, God is going to create new heaven and a new earth. 
and God is going to rain down hellfire from heaven to cleanse the earth of all sin and iniquities. So, let me put it to you this way. If the fire, if the fire is still going for all eternity and this world, you know, is still being cleansed, then the new heavens and the new earth would be a flaw in the Bible. And we know that the Bible is, flaw the Bible is flawless. So, and of course, I just, I'm not going to repeat it again, but you, you guys know as to what I said, if the wicked were burning for all eternity, then they too would have eternal life. But anyways, nonetheless, brothers and sisters, I know I talked y'all's ears off, but I hope I cleared any misconceptions and revealed the absolute truth to you as to what the Bible truly says about hellfire. But nonetheless, I thank you for tuning in. And yes, it has been a long time since I've done a podcast and I truly wanted to apologize. I've had a lot going on in my own personal lives, such as my own Bible study, my own prayer life, uh, work itself, and problems of my own. But nonetheless, hopefully now that all that has all that has done, I can start doing daily podcasts for you guys. But anyways, God bless y'all. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one.